1: information, connect with a Wealth Advisor today at corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T dot com. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State
0: Farm Arena. Herter looks, lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey fluttered
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 40, season 7. I'm your host, Edub, taking you through another. Uh, another round of Hawks basketball. Win number seven. Lucky number seven. I guess we can call this the, the lucky number seven episode. I don't know what I'm going to title it yet. But Hawks get their seventh win tonight over the Oklahoma City Thunder. 116-93. Uh, to 93. This was 48 minutes of good basketball. Um, Coach Nate had talked about playing 48 minutes of basketball. And up to this moment, we've seen... Uh, earlier in the season where the Hawks have had lulls in the fourth quarter. We've seen lulls and even during the win streak in the second quarter, third quarter, whatever. But tonight was 48 minutes of good basketball. So we are going to get you through everything that happened tonight in tonight's game. As the Hawks moved to 21 and 20 over 500 for the first time in a very, very long time. I don't have the exact numbers, but... Uh, it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while um so if you're new to the podcast again thanks you for checking us out um make sure you connect with us on our social media platforms we do a lot of stuff on our social media platforms i wanted to play some sound for you i still might play some sound during this podcast but if i don't go to our youtube page and And Make sure you subscribe there. I'll have up the press conference with Trey Young, the press conference with John Collins, and the press conference with Coach McMillan up on our YouTube page. Um, That will be up. I'm going to put that up, but as of now, it's downloading, so I don't have that quite ready, but hopefully by the end of the pod, I can get you maybe some sound of what some of the guys said after the game. So. Um, we start off every game going over the keys to the game. And again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. Um, one thing that we do before every game is we just tweet out some keys to the game, kind of just how I see it, how I think they did and, uh, what things I think are relevant. And, uh, we're going to go over those keys. (laughs) So, uh, the first key to the game, let's see if I can pull it up. I always talk about the keys to the game, but I never had them pulled out. (laughs) But here we go. First key to the game. I said, Coach said in the pregame that they have to set the tone, not let OKC determine like they did in the last game. Setting the tone is key. So um, I thought the Hawks did a great job of setting the tone. I mean, this game, to me, was never in question. There was never a moment where I felt like, okay, here come the thunder. It was, um, it was just never a moment that I felt that the Hawks were not in control of this game. You have to really, I mean, it's you really have to credit the whole entire team. I mean, they really, from top to bottom, one to twelve, they really played great basketball as a team tonight and setting the tone. I believe is something they did an amazing job, a great job, of setting that tone. Key number two, second key. I said, Alexander is going to get his, but you can't let anyone else on the supporting cast get theirs. Um, I was surprised to see how Gilgis did not have a good night. Gilgis, Alexander, uh, the Hawks, I mean not the Hawks, the Thunders, point guard, really talented player. Long, lanky, just uh, a, a bevy of a skill set he has. But... Um, I thought that, um, oh my gosh, Tony (laughs) Snell, Tony Snell, I was about to say Cambridge, I thought that Tony Snell played a great game on him, I asked Coach about that after the game, and I'll see if I can dig that up, because it looks like the thing is almost finished downloading, but, um, Gilgus Alexander, 8 of 18 shooting, 19 points, 4 assists, so, um, you know, it, it wasn't a type of night that he is used to having. Uh, but more importantly, you didn't let anybody else go off. You had three guys on the bench go all over for 10 points. But um, you really you pretty much contained everybody else. And that's important because um, before you went on this win streak, you were getting chopped up by these guys coming off the bench, back up point guards. And uh, that's something of note that the Hawks uh, remedy they took care of. And... Uh, yeah, so I thought they did a good job on Gilgis Alexander and the supporting staff. Good to see our old friend Al Horford in the building, still cashing them checks. <laughs> it was good to see Al, man. Al had 11 points, six boards. Uh, hairline looked strong, looked like he's been eating good. So shout out to Al Horford, man. One of the best guys I've ever covered, man. Always just a joy to talk to. Always gave it to you straight after the game, never ran from an interview, and just enjoyed it to talk to in the locker room, man. Shout out to Al. Um, Next key, next key I had is Hawks have been making shots at a high clip this month. Uh, They still have holes in their defense and still have lapses. Sometimes just making shots can cure that. Um, Again, man, they've continued the trend, and I have a piece coming out on the Hawks beat that's going to be out very shortly. That talks, uh, it's really just kind of a deep dive into the numbers of how this team has been performing. One thing that they've been doing really well is shooting the ball. we said in the beginning of the season when they're having the shooting woes it's not gonna last the whole you know a whole season and sometimes it just takes time sometimes you got to shoot yourself out of it but right now it is is uh is harvest time <laughs> it's harvest time they are making shots and making shots at a high clip um, and tonight I thought they continued that I mean you're just shooting I don't know why it is in the NBA but it's very streaky when you're on you're on and when you're not you're not and sometimes it can be uh contagious it can be contagious and um the hawks shot fifty four percent tonight from the field thirty three percent from uh three point range so um thought they shot well tonight man thought they shot well tonight and the last key i have is Oh, no, that is the last key. <laughs> I said, uh, and finally, I said, well, we'll review the keys on the post game podcast, and we are here. So, that was just the keys to the game. Um, we're going to go into the uh, kind of a brief recap, but we're going to do that after we hear from one of our sponsors. So, make sure you keep it locked here on the Hawksby podcast. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Hey guys, it's your man Edub, and I want to speak to all the Atlanta Braves fans. Once you finish listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, I want you to check out the 715 Braves cast. That's right, the 715 is a new podcast that will cover everything about the Atlanta Braves. So, if you're true to Atlanta, if you love your Braves as much as you love your Hawks, check out the 715 Braves cast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksweet Podcast, episode 40, season 7. Man, we didn't 40 of these things, man. That's what's up. <laughs> um, about to get into this brief recap of the game. And it's going to be very brief because um, all of the quarters kind of mirrored each other. You know, there wasn't really the, a difference of, of, of quarters as far as I saw it. Um, the Hawks took care of business in each and every quarter. There was no... There's no coming back from that other team, man. Like, they, were, they showed no signs of life. But uh, we're going to kick it off from the beginning. So, in the first quarter, man, Hawks jump out to the lead. And, and like Coach said, they wanted to come out and set the tone. And set the tone is exactly what they did. Exactly what they did. So, I thought the first quarter, they came out with a lot of energy. Um. The starters, I mean, they got them off to a good shot. I mean, Trey was four for five in that first quarter. Collins, three of five. They really just got them off to a good start, man. And um, they jump out real. I think they jump out to, I think it was like a 25 to eight. They start the game with like a 25 to eight run. And uh, you knew it was going to be one of those nights. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just had the feel of one of those nights. Like they, they really, it felt like they really could have won this game by close to maybe twenty or or, or you know twenty or, or thirty or, or even more. But um, that first quarter is really got everything started. They outscored the Thunder thirty-one to twenty-one, and. Um, I think the player of that quarter is definitely Trey Young, man. Eleven points, six assists, did a good job of pushing the pace. And I, I again I asked Coach about Tony Snell after the game. And I really thought that Tony Snell did a a yeoman's job on Gilgas Alexander. Um Tony Snell is a long big guy. And he's he he's the type of guy that you put on Alexander to give him fits, to give him to make him work. And I thought he made him work, you know. And it's funny, I I was thinking um during the game, or actually you remember I think it was maybe even a month ago, you know, we're talking well, do we keep Tony Snell in the starting lineup or do we go with Cam Reddish? Like, <laughs> you remember when that was a debate? I don't think there's a debate anymore, man. Like, Tony Snell is leading the league in, in three-point shots. And uh, he, is just, he has just proved his worth to me, not just on the offensive side of the ball, but he's been solid defensively. So, um, shouts out to Tony Snell. And uh, kind of like the unclaimed hero, like the un, the un, unsung hero, unsung hero. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Tony Snow. Uh, let's go to the second quarter, man. Second quarter was much of the same from the first quarter, man. Uh, instead of 21-31, to it was 20-30. to 30. So, again, Hawks outscored the, the Thunder by 10. And it was just much of the same. They're shooting the ball good. They shot the ball 45% from the field. Uh, only shot 20 from, from three point range, so that's kind of why they didn't really run away with it. But um you got balance scoring from everybody. Collins had seven in that corner, Trey was six, Bogdan, Bogdanovich. And I'm gonna tell you something. This second unit is starting to look like the second unit that folks expected it to look like in the beginning of the season. And you know, folks told you that look, man, it's gonna take some it's gonna take some time for everybody to mesh. And for everybody to learn different styles, where they like passes, and it was just going to take a while. And luckily for the Hawks, it, it took. Um, you well, know, I mean, it it just seems to be peaking at the right moment. It just seems to be peaking at the right moment. So, um, because of those two quarters, you go into the half with a twenty-point lead. <laughs> you go into the half with a twenty-point lead, and uh, forty-one to sixty-one. And you know it's just a matter of time before it's time for OKC to get off of the sticks. <laughs> like that's an old video term that we used to that we used to uh, say back in the day. Time for you to get off the sticks. I think that the third quarter was Oklahoma City's most productive quarter. Um, Gilgris Alexander starts to come to life a little bit. Uh, puts up 15 in the quarter, but again he just simply has no help. He simply has no help. He has a couple of young guys that are that could possibly be some good role players down the line. But um, I could read you their list of players, and you wouldn't know a lot of them. And the reason why I know you wouldn't know a lot of them, because I don't know a lot of them. And I know a lot of guys in the NBA. <laughs> like, I know rosters. This is what I do, right? So, um, Gilgriz, he, he shows a little fight, shows a little fight, puts up 15 points in the quarter. And that is probably the closest quarter that they got because, and they still end up losing the quarter, 26 to 30. But uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich probably has his best game as a Hawk, uh, puts up 11 points in that quarter, 4 for 5, 3 uh, for 4 from downtown. And it was just good to see him finally starting to click, you know. And the thing is this. I, I was never worried about Bogey. Like, some folks were like, oh, man, he's been trash and this, that, and the other. Like, yo, stop being prisoner at the moment. Like, I was never really worried about Bogey. Bogey was always going to be fine. Like, he was always going to be fine. So, you know, it was just nice to see him do what he does. Like, that's what he's capable of doing. You know, putting up 11 points in a quarter on four or five shooting. This is what he's capable of doing. I thought Nathan Knight came in and gave you some good minutes as well. He was the first him in, I mean him and Gallinari were the first subs off the bench tonight. You know, Lloyd I mean, um, <laughs> Coach McMillan said uh, before the game he's going to be playing the backup five tonight. And kudos to that man because I like, tell you what, he has earned those minutes. He's earned those minutes. Uh, he's gotten the opportunity, and he, he's earned those minutes. And, and you got to give credit to those two way guys, Nathan Knight. Even made, even the Maze kid, even though a lot of his minutes have been eaten up by Bogdanovich, um, he, he was ready to roll. You know, he's ready to roll because when he got his opportunity last month, he played well. So, um, you go into the fourth quarter, you're down by like 20-something points already. And the fourth quarter was just academic. You know, fourth quarter, I think I even had to sound down. I was, you know, washing dishes. And so... Um, there's nothing really much to gain from the fourth quarter a lot of garbage time but everybody got in the game man you know you got a uh, you got a Bruno Fernando sighting Skyler Ma- Skyler Mays got in there Brandon Goodwin it was good to see those guys get run but more importantly um, it was good to it was good to rest your starters Trey young Tony Snell didn't even play in the fourth quarter I mean why? Why play him? You're about to go on a a horrific, well, not a horrific, a very difficult road stretch. You know, going out to L.A., going out to the West Coast, time's going to be different. Those teams out there are a little bit better uh, than what you've placed. So, um no need to have Trey out there when you're up by 20 in the fourth. You know, it was never it never became a point where you were in danger, and uh, you take care of business tonight, man. Like you just take care of business. That I, I mean, there's really not much to really even pontificate about. You took care of business. You beat a team that you're supposed to beat. This Thunder team is not a good ball club, but you beat them. You know, you you beat them. You had to beat them, and you beat them. So, um, one sixteen to ninety three. We're gonna go over in the next segment. We're gonna go over the Fab Five, player of the game, and uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. So stick around. We're gonna take another uh, hear another word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back for the final segment. You're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode forty, season seven. I'm your man, Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, um, final segment here in the Hawksby Podcast, episode 40, season seven. I'm breaking down the Hawks' seventh win in a row over the, um, I don't know why I want to keep saying the Cleveland Cavaliers, but <laughs> over the OKC Thunder. Time for us to give out our awards. Now, if you're new to the podcast, one thing that we normally do on every pod is we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. We give you our Fab Five, and we give you our player of the game. So I did something a little bit different. I went to Twitter, and I want to read some of your responses. I want to read some of your responses. I said, all right, Hawks fans, who are your top five players tonight? And let me just see if I can find some of the um, responses we got. Uh, At Third Bow on Twitter, Said the top five guys for him were Trey, Bogey, JC, Capella, and Knight for the hype, I guess. Um, Nathan Knight threw down a monster dunk tonight. A monster dunk. (laughs) DSG and ATL said Nathan Knight, Knight Nathan, Nathan Knight, and Mr. Knight. I guess he is a big Nathan Knight fan. Um... Alib Derek on Twitter said his player of the game was Bogey, and uh, let's see what else. Just a couple of other folks, but I just wanted to read a couple of the responses to um, all of the the Hawks Twitter faithful out there, and uh, just see what they had to say. Um, so for me, let's do the good, the bad, and the ugly first. So the good, the bad, and the ugly is something we do. We do every podcast, and uh, let's start with the good. Looking at the box score, looking at the game, to me, to me, the good in tonight's game was just the fact that you played a full 48 minutes and you got a complete team effort. Um, The way this bench is starting to come together is something that is of extreme value for this Hawks team. And it makes a world of a difference when the starters aren't stretched. Like, this isn't a team where you got a guy or two guys that can go 46 minutes and just be ready to roll like that, you know. Um, You're going to need help from your bench. You're going to need help from the bench. So, I thought the total team effort was the good tonight. Um, You got to rest your starters before going on a long road trip. So, to me, that was the good. The bad, the bad to, to me was that OKC roster. Like, that roster is is really bad, and I understand, like, and especially, you know, covering the Hawks, like, you understand what a rebuild is, you're going to have seasons where you trot out teams like the team OKC trotted out, like, <laughs> like I get it, but OKC is really set for the future because they got a bevy, a bevy of draft picks from the OKC, I mean, from the, um, in the Paul George deal, um they got a bevy of draft picks so watch out man they have they have a lot of capital they have a lot of capital but for to me for 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 tonight the badge for me was just that roster man because there was a lot of no names on that roster the ugly had to be that nathan knight duck man like the what he did to that man was his ugly it was ugly. There's no other word that you can really describe it. Nathan Knight goes uh, two hand on my guy. I, I don't even know the guy's name, but uh, yammed it on him, man. It was highlights. Been all over, uh, all over uh, the TV tonight. So I'm sure it'll ply make center, but um, just a great night for the kid again, making the most of his moment, making the most of his moment, making the most of his minutes. More importantly. And you're seeing it all starting to go together. You're seeing it all starting to go together. Um, Fab Five. Fab Five was a tough one because you had your you had your your starters really come in, and uh, you didn't even really need them to go hard like that. Like like realistically speaking, you didn't really need them to go hard like that. The starter who played the most minutes was John Collins, played 29 minutes. Um, you sat out Trey and Tony for the last uh, fourth quarter, so I mean they didn't even they didn't even do a lot, you know. So um, let's start from the bench. Let's start from the bench. Let's go with Bogdanovich. Got to put him in there. Twenty three points tonight off the bench. Nine of fourteen shooting. I thought tonight was probably his best night as an Atlanta Hawk. So I uh, got to throw Bogey in there. Trey Young really got the thing started in that first quarter. He ends up with 23 points. He was a plus 18. 23 points, 9 assists, only 2 turnovers. Did a good job getting everyone involved. Um, You got to throw him in there. I'm going to put Tony Snell in there too. Just because, uh, even though he only had 6 points in shooting. And the crazy thing is, he didn't even attempt a 3-pointer. So, like, you know, you can't be boxing Tony in. You know, yes, he is a great 3-point shooter, but... Um, I thought tonight he played great defense on Gilgus Alexander, so I got him in there, and let's go with Collins and Capella, Um, 19 points for Collins, Um, only three boards, but I thought Collins played a good game, Clint Capella doing the dirty work as usual, eight points, eight boards boards for him, so kind of unusual to not see him get a double-double, but I thought he still played well, Um, even in spite of, you know, so it kind of is what it is, man. Total team effort tonight. Um, 116 points. And uh, they're ready for the road, man. They are ready for the road. So, that is the Fab Five. And we're closing things out as we wind down with our player of the game. I'm going to get the player of the game to drum roll, please. Oh, that's me dr- dropping my phone. That's no. <laughs> that ain't no drum roll. <laughs> Bogdan I'm going to go with Bogey as the player of the game tonight. 23 points off the bench. And uh, 5 of 9 from three, six uh, rebounds. uh, 3 assists. And, uh, I mean, he's starting to take control of that second unit, man. Starting to take control of that second unit. And you really just like to see it. You like to see it. If you're a Hawks fan, you love to see it. (laughs) But, uh, shout out to Bogey, man. And uh, hopefully this will be the first of many um, because, you know, they paid them a, a, a good a good amount of change to be here. You know, they paid them a good amount of change to be here. And uh, it, it's starting to pay dividends. So salute to Nate McMillan, who's probably making a strong case for the coach of the month uh, for the month of uh, March. Hawks are 7-0. They are currently the hottest team in the NBA. Currently the hottest team in the NBA. So, um, takeaways are just look man you took care of business because you had to you took care of business you beat a team that you were supposed to beat and uh now you're ready for the road man see what they got when this road trip you'll see you're going to see a lot of uh you're going to see better competition and you're going to see what this hawks team is made out of so um, we will see so stay tuned also I didn't get to any sound I, I, I was uploading it but um, while you're you're listening to this pod make sure you go by and stop by the YouTube go to stop by YouTube just type in Hawks beat and you should run into our page if not you can get to it from our Twitter page or one of our social media I'm posting I'm actually uploading it now as I speak the post game press conference with Trey Young post game with John Collins And the post game with Nathan Knight. I mean, not Nathan Knight. Nate McMillan. So, make sure you go by YouTube and check all of those out. I think that's it, man. We got it in before midnight. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and repost this episode. Make sure you retweet reshare the show. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, hit us up on our social media platforms. Let us know what you like about the show, what you love about the show. We would appreciate a five-star rating. That would really help us out, and like we always say at the end of every podcast, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good, so if you don't know him, you need to find him, show him some love, because that is all he is showing you, L-O-V-E love, we out, peace.